Welcome to the Black Girls Work Podcast, where we talk to successful women of color in the service provider industry who have been exactly where you are and are currently where you're trying to go. Every week, we'll talk to a Black girl worker, and she will share with us tips, stories, and inspiration to help you through this journey. I'm your host, Ayana Hoskins. Let's jump in. Hey guys, and welcome to another week of the Black Girls Work Podcast. I am so excited to be here. It's your host, Ayana Hoskins, and I am here with Mrs. Crystal Porto Real. She is the founder of K and Co Creative Designs. She's a brand and web designer, and she is out here Black girl working. Okay. So I'm super excited for you guys to hear her story. She has an amazing story. She has an amazing journey. And I think it'll definitely help you guys to really, you know, have someone to look up to, have a story um, to really relate to when you're in the times of growing your business. So, Crystal, tell us a little bit about your background and what led you to becoming a service provider. Okay, so um, like you so lovingly stated, I am a brand and website designer And I specifically work with women-led businesses just to really help them come out of that DIY world, you know, and help them uh, just, you know, guide their brands into the legacies that they're meant to lead. And, you know, really service, being in a service, like being a service-based entrepreneur kind of just fits right in with, with who I am literally from the first time that I got a job which was working at Brahms ice cream, you know, customer service (laughs) job, like most of us. And then um, shifting from that, going into the military, I actually ended up being a secretary or not a secretary, a uh, flight attendant for the secretary of defense. So again, service has just been something that's really been in my life for, for all of my life since I've ever had a job. Um, And so it was just kind of a natural progression for me when I went into entrepreneurship to go into um, something that was service-based. And so that's how I ended up here. (laughs) Awesome. And how long have you had your company? So K&Co has been alive for almost seven years now. Wow, that is yeah, awesome. Almost seven years, yes. And um, before it was K&Co, it was actually Project Squared Solutions. So it almost feels like a brand new business. <laughs> so when you brand, it feels yep. like you've started something, you know, from scratch. But um, but yeah, seven years total. Um, wow, that's business. awesome. So what's the difference between where you started and like the business that you have now? Okay, so when I first started out, it was everything was just very unfocused, like I think it is for a lot of entrepreneurs. Um, I was trying to do all of the things. Literally, my first um, rendition of this company was not only web and branding, it was providing administrative services. It was doing stuff that was almost like, you know, like answering the phones for people, that type of thing. Wow. Um, Yes, it was like a customer support and it had all these different things that I was doing. And it was really just because I was unfocused in what it is that I actually wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And so I thought I had to serve everyone, mm-hmm. you know, like I'll do. I thought I had to serve everyone and do all of the things. Um, but over time, realized that that just, you know, that wasn't where my passion lied, all those extra things that I was doing. And it just doesn't work to try to serve, you know, everybody and their mama. So, (laughs) so I ended up just narrowing all of that down to the branding and web, which is where my, you know, love is at this point. Exactly. I like that hits such a nail on things because so many of us, in the beginning of our business, so we're like, we want to start a business. I know how to do this, 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 and this, and I'm going to do all of it. 
Yeah. And, and I'm going to see what bites. I'm going to see what people take on to first. When really you just have to have have to have the faith in yourself to be like, I'm going out with this thing. This is the thing that's going to work. This is the thing I'm going to put my efforts into. And then mm-hmm. if it does not work, here are the backup things that I have. But we can't just offer everything to everybody and mm-hmm. then hope that something bites. Because then now we start we start getting into desperation and all kinds of other things. And it's like, yeah. just buy something for me. Sign up for something, anything. It confuses people. Yes. Um, you know, when, when people come, I actually noticed that, you know, when I was doing all of those things, people would then email me after that, after they've looked through my whole website to say, what is it that you can really help us with? And what, you know, because it confuses people when you have tons and tons of services and all of these things that you're doing. It's like, what are you an expert at? Why am I hiring you? Because people hire us as service-based people, you know, entrepreneurs, business owners, people hire us to be an expert at something that they are not an expert at. And when we're doing all of these things, it leaves people confused as to, you know, where your expertise does lie. Exactly. You, that is 110% right. So Crystal, tell us a little bit about some of the struggles that you've had along the way on your journey of, you know, getting to where you are with K and Co today. Oh gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I think um, one of the, one of the biggest things for me has been um, struggles for me really has been trying to do everything alone. Um, and that's one of the huge things that has changed for me, like in the last year is understanding that I cannot sit in my cave, so to speak, and just do web and branding and not, you know, collaborate with anybody, not get advice from anybody, you know, not get any coaching, not get any help with the work that I'm doing. Because I think a lot of times when people, um, when people feel like, okay, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm starting a business, especially service-based, because we tend to, I think, especially want to take on everything. Um, and so I know for me, I think um, one of the biggest things was feeling like I, entrepreneurship meant that I could do everything by myself. And realizing that has been, you know, huge for me. So that was one of the big struggles, definitely. Um, Another big struggle was really confidence um, and not having, because that ties into your pricing and everything else is really not having the confidence. And, you know, I don't know where that comes from. That's like a whole nother podcast, like deep. Yes. (laughs) But I have been able to, you know, do some mindset work to, to help with a lot of that. But that definitely was another huge struggle along the way. Definitely. And as you know, um, so for our audience, mm-hmm. myself and Crystal, we are actually, we shameless plug for our coach. Okay. <laughs> Throwing in Miss Candace Junae up in here. Okay. Because Let's she is the bomb <laughs> and she has helped both me and Crystal to like, just exceed our expectations. And mm-hmm. when it comes to finances, mindset, clients, like everything, she's the bomb. Go look her up. Um, but I know like for you and for me also, just having her there as a sounding board, having her to, you know, be there to guide you and be such a support played a huge role in your business as well. So can mm-hmm. you dive a little bit more into how important it is to get a coach into someone that can uh, support you? Oh, gosh, it's I mean, literally, when I started to understand how much 
coaching really could do and actually took that leap to get a coach, my entire business changed. I mean, it went from me making, you know, $2,700 a month to making, having 16K, 20K months. Come through. (laughs) It literally flipped that, you know, upside down type of thing. Um, And I think a big part of it is letting someone um, see your business from an overall perspective, right? So they get that bird's eye view versus when you're in it and you're down in the weeds, you're in it. You know, I'm over here motioning, mm-hmm. but you're, you're in it. You're in the weeds. You're looking at things sometimes, which I've t- learned now to look at things, for, you know, from a wider scope, mm-hmm. but it really sometimes takes that person looking from that bird's eye view to say, okay, this is what you need to change because right. I'm seeing what's happening and I'm seeing the different patterns that you may not be seeing. And so they break in and interrupt that pattern, mm-hmm. you know, interrupt that cycle that you've been going through and put you on a, you know, make you correct course. Right. Type of thing. And, and so that's huge. Right. And she's definitely good at calling you out on some of those things. And <laughs> right. <laughs> and it helps so much. And it's like, you really just need somebody to like snap you back in line because mm-hmm. you know who you are. You know how powerful you are. You know that your talents are out of this world, but there's still something inside that says, I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, there's somebody better than me there, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it eats away at you until there's somebody to really tap into you and be like, uh, uh-uh, uh, we, we, we're not doing that today. <laughs> you know, we're not doing that any day, you know, so yeah. it's super important. So what would you say is one thing that you credit to like where you are today and your success? Um, I think I would say resilience is, is been a huge part of it because there's been times when, um, you know, I've done reels where I've shown literally, you know, two years ago, me looking for jobs and writing down all of these, you know, job announcements and all of these things. And I think that, you know, when I say I've been in business almost seven years, people don't realize like that wasn't steady. Okay. That was me sometimes saying, you know what, I do have to go get a job in the middle of this, I'm still got, I'm still building websites, but I just got to go get a job in between, you know, or I'm right. looking for jobs or different things are happening. You know, my, my father passed away, you know, in the midst of all of these things going on, it really takes resilience. And I think a lot of brand new entrepreneurs la- are lacking that, or they need to learn that skill of, this is not a quick, you know, thing. It's not going to happen fast. You have to have some resilience and understand that don't give up, you know, (laughs) don't giving up is going to get you nowhere, you know, and it's not, um, it's not a quick thing. So definitely I think resilience has been a huge part of the success. I can definitely attest to that. As you know, you know, just a few months ago, I suffered a miscarriage in the middle of, you know, trying to turn my business around And at the moment where my life was literally like not falling apart, it had fell, you know, completely apart. I still had to say to myself, okay, we're going to have this time. We're going to take the time that we need. But at the end of the day, at my purpose, I'm still heading towards it. You know, I'm still, because I'm going to get pregnant again. My, my children are going to come. And when they come, I, I don't want to have said, well, you know, 
back when, you know, I had this, this role, this bump in the role, and then I quit. And now I have nothing to give you. I have nothing to provide for you. So now this, this, you know, I, I find a, a blessing in everything. And not to say that it was a blessing that I had a miscarriage because no, but now that gives me more time to set myself up. That gives mm-hmm. me so, whereas, you know, my pregnancy, it was hard. Like I was struggling for the whole time that I was, for the time that I was pregnant and mm-hmm. I couldn't really do much, you know? So I had all these plans and they had kind of got put on hold. So now I have that time. I have time to to focus on those things. I have time to build this business so that when I do get pregnant again, I won't be stressed because I'm going to have everything laid out. So having that mentality to really just, and resiliency, just to be like, I'm a bounce back and I'm going to come back 10 times stronger because there's a goal that I have to get to and quitting is just not an option right now. Mm-hmm. And that just like you, 110%, that was the best answer <laughs> You touched on something huge there, which was the fact that you were thinking in the, you know, towards the future Mm -hmm. when it has to do with your business. And I think a lot of times entrepreneurs are just thinking about the right now and thinking about what's the legacy that you're going to leave, you know, and, and that's why even part of my statement is, you know, I help women, you know, to, I guide their brands, you know, to grow their brands into the legacy that they're going to leave. Because I think we can't, as entrepreneurs, we can't ever be thinking about our business short term. Mm-hmm. And I think so many people are. So girl, that was powerful, which you touched on. Thank yeah. you. And, and definitely just remembering that I understand that rent is due on the first. I right. understand that your car payment is coming out. I understand that there's bills that have to be paid, but mm-hmm. that's just not this month. That's right. going to be for next month and the next month right. and the next month. So if you don't plan for the future, mm-hmm. it's not going to get easier. It's supposed to get easier as we go. So like you said, you went from $2,500 months to $16,000 months. So mm-hmm. the mindset you have at the 16000 when it comes to how you pay for your finances monthly, is it the same mindset you had at the 2500 right. So when you get to the point where you realize this is all for the greater good, this is all for what's coming you grind harder, you, you focus a little bit more on how to scale and how to get to that goal that you're going for, or how to get out of the situation that you're in. Because if you stay in the now, you're going to stay in that now 2,500. Getting help. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. Anybody that tells you different is not telling you the truth. Yeah. Because that is 100% you know, you have to, at every level, you are going to have to make a hire. You are going to have to get help at, at every level. And whether yeah. that's help, you know, with assisting you or whether that's help with your mindset, whether that's help with, it's going to take something to get you from point A to point B. Because mm-hmm. if you, if you could be the same person at point A that you have to be at point B, then what would be the purpose? What would be the point? How, yeah. how would the glow up happen if you can remain the same person at A that you have to be to get to Z? Yeah. Ooh, girl. Well, I am loving this conversation. Yes. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about doubts and, mm. you know, moments where you've doubted yourself, moments where you've doubted the business. I know you touched on like times where you said you wanted to get a job. Um, can you dive a little bit in more into what those moments look like for you and how you got yourself out of it to keep going? 
Um, so those moments were, were really um, part of a lot of deeper issues that I was having at the time because I touched on earlier the fact that I was um, in the military for a little while. And in the military, there is a almost like a herd mentality. <laughs> you're used to doing everything as one. You're like a family, you know what I mean? And you move, you know, if you move, I move kind right. of thing. And so coming out of that was, you know, extremely difficult, especially coming out of that and going straight into entrepreneurship and working for mm -hmm. myself. Right. So not right. only is my physical environment different to where I am literally working at home by myself, but also the mentality is different because at the time I didn't understand that entrepreneurship doesn't mean doing everything alone. Mm -hmm. I thought, that, you know, doing everything alone. So, um, the times when I was really struggling was a lot of it was loneliness in the sense of being lonely in business, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. And just literally trying to do everything on my own. Prior to starting um, K and Co, actually, I had an, um, an online boutique. Mm -hmm. And that was what I actually started as soon as I got out of the military. And literally, I was doing the website, doing the branding. I was uploading the images. I was taking all the photos, dressing mannequins. Wow. I was doing the accounting, doing all of the inventory. I was literally at one time, I think I was doing the job of like 15 or yeah. 16 people and wondering then why that business was unsuccessful. But it's literally, <laughs> I think the times when I was having the, the most difficulty was when I was trying to take everything on myself and do everything on my own. And that literally looked like me saying, okay, this is not gonna work. Let me go get a job. Like at one point I was working at the DMV and this is, this is a pivotal moment actually, because this was in, this was maybe, I don't know, maybe four years ago, three, four years ago. I can't remember, but I had gotten a job, went back to work and I was working at the DMV and I had told myself, I'm just going to work at the DMV. I'm not going to do any projects. So I did have a couple of projects come through. And at the time they were, you know, lower level projects. I was charging like 500 bucks or something for a website. And so I said, I'm not going to do any of these projects. I'm going to let, I'm going to hire this guy, you know, to let him just do it for a hundred and I'll just make some profit. That turned out disastrous. Literally, I tried it once. Um, it turned out disastrous. Uh, the client was, you know, unhappy. I had to redo everything. I remember staying up one night and I had to be at work the next morning at the DMV and I stayed up and redid this entire website. And as I was doing that, I was like, this is crazy. Like, I can't do this. You know, like I need to follow my dream and not give up on this. And I literally like called them the next day. And I was like, I, I can't, I can't come back in. Like I need to do this and I need to do it right. And that was actually one of the moments in my, you know, in this business that I can remember actually feeling that shift of, okay, I'm going to do this, you know, and not to say there was no doubt after that, but yeah, it was definitely a pivotal, pivotal moment. But it's that thing of like just stepping out and it's like, I'm going to do it. I don't care how long it takes. I don't care. I'm, I'm here for the ride. I'm here for the journey. Yeah. And because entrepreneurship is never a straight line, it has hills and valleys and highs and lows. Mm -hmm. It's super important to, when you make that move, you know, when you say, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna step out on faith and really just <clears throat> excuse me, really just put your all into it, you know. And another touch point is don't step out on faith and don't put your all into it. If you're gonna do it, you gotta do it. <laughs> Step a toe in, put your whole foot in. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, it's super important to also acknowledge that because there's so many people, they're like, I'm going to leave my job and I'm going to be a full-time entrepreneur. And then they leave their job to become a full-time entrepreneur and then they do nothing. And it's mm-hmm. like, well, what did you leave your job for? Now you're just struggling. You just, you know, you weren't, sometimes the, the mental has to be matched with the it's like yeah I want to leave my job I'm gonna leave my job but then you get out and you don't have the mentality to run a business by yourself you don't have the mentality to run you a lot of people don't realize we're so used to bosses telling us okay this is what has to be done today you know your role this is it and then you get out into entrepreneurship and you forget that you're the boss now you're the one that has to tell you to do things you're the one that has to keep you in check and a lot Mm -hmm. of people miss that step and then they wonder why nothing's going on. It's like, you didn't tell yourself to do anything. You know, you didn't give yourself any. <laughs> you didn't delegate to yourself. You didn't delegate, yeah. you know? So now everything's just sitting there. Yeah. And you're wondering why you're not moving. It's like, you you have to move, you know? You, you can't that works is dead, you know? And, yes. and I feel like a lot of people, and even if it maybe you know, they'll say, okay, the Lord told me to quit. And that's cool because he does, believe me. Yeah. I mean, Candace, you know, like she tells mm-hmm. me that he does. But you have to continue to listen after yes. that. You can't just listen to that one command and then start, you know, proceed to be disobedient. Exactly. You have exactly. to steward, you know, the opportunities that he's, you know, placing in front of you. So definitely. So as a website designer and you know, going into branding, it's a little bit different than like, you know, other all service industries are different so mm-hmm. you know i come from a virtual assistant industry it's completely different than branded web design so mm-hmm. can you speak to the journey of a branding or well someone who does branding or someone who just does web design and like some of the things that they may come across and really just kind of give them some inspiration on how to keep going when certain things happen in their business mm-hmm. yeah I think a big thing in, and I don't know, this is probably what a lot of service-based people, but specifically with um, people in design, we, a lot of us just kind of fall into it. Um, And so we come into it with not really having a a plan. Maybe we're designing something for our church or, you know, friends and family, we just happen to be really good at design. And so we kind of just fall into it without actually having a, a plan and knowing anything about the business side of how, how to actually run a business, you know, or actually having a design process that you're using and taking clients through. Um, and so I think oh, for a lot of us, because of that, the, one of the biggest issues that we have in the beginning is not charging our worth, not charging, um, not valuing ourselves and our work enough to charge the correct prices for it. Because I'm telling you, people are in this, in my industry, people are starting out either doing things for free or they're building $50 websites, you know, website, whole websites. Yeah, um, I've seen it. Stuff like that. And I think that a lot of times it actually, it kind of hurts the career field as a whole when people do that. But a lot of times what it does is it keeps that service provider stuck in a mentality that they're not worthy of raising their prices when they do that. So I think that my 
my biggest thing would be our biggest, I guess, advice for people in my industry is not only, of course, practice, get your design skills up. That's cool. But also um, make sure that you're doing some mindset work. Like do not skip that part. Like do not pass go, do not collect a hundred dollars, do not skip that part. And I think a lot of us tend to be like more hermitish, you know, like we will sit in front of our computer and not eat and not, you know, not have enough water, not do all of the, all of those things and think that everything's going to be okay. And miraculously our business is going to grow. So my advice is do that mindset work, get out of your bubble. I know that we're all kind of, you know, on the dorky side of people. We love to sit in front of our computers, but get out from in front of your computer, get some community, get some mentorship. And um, that would be my biggest advice. Awesome. Thank you so much for that. That is definitely, I, and like you said, it, it does work for, that is great information for all service providers, but mm -hmm. The part where you say like sitting at the computer, because that's what you guys do. You sit at your computer, you work on people's computer websites. Girl, we <laughs> sit for hours on end and I'm talking about all of us. Okay. We will yeah. sit hours on end working on somebody's stuff and forget to eat. Yeah. It's, it's wild. Yeah. I can totally see that. I, so make sure you eat today. Okay. <laughs> look, crystals look, she's like okay now i didn't bring you here to talk about nutrition the big <laughs> takeaway is don't forget to eat <laughs> exactly look make sure y'all are nourished okay <laughs> crystals, this was so amazing thank you so much um for coming on i definitely want everyone to be able to continue to keep up with you um and chat with you if they have any questions about the industry or anything so can you tell us how our audience can keep up with you moving forward yes so um the biggest way if you just kind of want to follow along is on instagram that's my jam and my handle is at k-a-y-e-n-c-o designs so at k and co designs or if you are interested in working together you can go to my website which is www.kcodesigns so there's no n in it so it's www.kcodesigns.com awesome so thank you so much thank you so and much for having me you are so welcome until next week my black girl workers see you later thanks for tuning in to the black girls work podcast if you enjoyed the show show us some love by leaving a review on itunes or taking a screenshot and tagging us to let us know you're listening if you don't already follow us on instagram at blk girls w-e-r-k see you next week